Hello everyone and welcome to Joe's Tango Podcast, where we have eye-opening conversations with all types of fascinating tango professionals. I'm your host, Joe Yang. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks to all you first-time and newer listeners. Really glad you're here and hope you're having a good day. And with me now, once again, is internationally renowned harmonica virtuoso and good friend of the show, Joe Powers. Joe, good to have you back. Thanks so much for taking the time to chat with me. Joe, it's a pleasure to be back. Great to see you. Yeah, yeah, I know it's morning where you are. I know it's a weekend, and uh, yeah, so thanks for for letting me drag you out of bed for this. I really appreciate it. No problem, my <laughs> pleasure. Yeah, so uh, what have you been up to these days? <laughs> uh, you're looking at it, man. <laughs> <laughs> Talking to people on Zoom. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Uh, oh, you know, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Um, but yeah, to be honest, uh, not a whole lot of uh, uh, concerts. Um, mm-hmm. it, it's just it's it's the COVID so bad right now, you know. Mm. The, the spike in in the Omicron is right. is kind of shut everything down. So, mm. but hoping that's going to change soon. Yeah, yeah, I heard that's sort of on the wane now. So hopefully. Not too long before, yeah, you can get out to performing. So, yeah, I imagine you do keep busy even on, you know, days when situations like these and days where you're not able to perform. So uh, other than practicing, what are what are some things that you uh, that you've been doing? Well, I enjoy staring at the wall. Um... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, uh, well, Joe, um, my big focus my pandemic project, if you will, mm-hmm. yeah. has been to create an online harmonica course. Um, yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, where people can go and mm-hmm. total beginners or um, even uh, people of all skill levels on uh, um, harmonica can go mm-hmm. and learn uh, and, you know, learn about how to play the harmonica. And so yeah. it's, been, it's been a lot of, um, it's been really fun for me. Um, mm-hmm to learn a little bit about web development and yeah. put together this course. And yeah, it's, it's a, it's still a work in progress, but that's, that's what I've been doing with most of my time aside from yeah. teaching, uh, teaching students online. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So, you know, Joe, I had you on the show a number of times and we talked a little bit about your origin story with the harmonica. I didn't really get to, to, to do a more of a deep dive into that. So, yeah, so what was way, way back, you know, I know you've been playing this, the harmonica for a long time. Do you remember your very first performance? Oh, my first performance. Well, it must have been like probably, you know, with, with my mom's friends or something. She was probably like, mm-hmm. sing us a song or something. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know how mom's When like. I was in, you know, a little kid. Um, as far as um, first performance on harmonica, um, probably back in middle school uh like public nice. performance um okay so I, I was probably around 13 or 14 um maybe yeah right around that age um i was i was at uh i was walking around on the on the school track like i did sometimes during uh-huh. the lunch uh the recess hour okay. and uh, a couple friends came up to me um on either side and they're like hey man um hey can you can you sing uh, can you sing this song for us? And I think it was like a Metallica song. Awesome. Extra light or whatever they say. I don't. How's that go? You know that song? Yeah. 
I, I don't remember it now. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Anyway, they're sort like, they're like you know, so, yeah. and so I like sang it for them, and then they like turned and they gave each other a high five, and they're like, "Hey, man, we're starting a band. You want to join our band?" And so I was like, "Okay." <laughs> <laughs> so uh, first, I was doing the uh, the band as as their singer. Okay. And when I started out, um, I had a boombox. Do you remember boomboxes? Of, of course. <laughs> and I had okay. So do you remember the old answering machines? Yes. Like that there uh, we they had, had this one that well it had a cassette right? tape and then yep. we had to connect this micro god, I sound so old right now. We <laughs> we uh, had we had to connect a microphone to like record, you know, your message, your greeting. Right. So I, I had one of those connected to the boom box and I was singing through that. Oh, and cool. uh, well harmonica I've been playing already. Um yeah. since I was uh, quite a bit younger and started playing that in the band. And um, our first big show was for a, it was a talent show at the school. And we mm. did um, we did an ACDC song called TNT. <laughs> I'm TNT, I'm dynamite. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and so I, I, uh, I, I wore like a, I wore like this big crazy wig and mm. we had like, you remember the flannel shirts? Yes. Yeah. Sure we, had, we, had, we had those. And um, yeah, we rocked. We rocked. Nice. So that so was played harmonica was, with that. Yeah. Oh, well, not on that particular song. Okay. But uh, with that band. Yeah. Okay. So, and then we, we did a bunch of things with the band. You know, we were all like, mm. you know, little kids. So, yeah. It awesome. was, it was fun. But yeah, that was, that was probably <laughs> when I first started, um, you know, performing. Okay. Yeah, how about performing with the harmonica itself? Harmonica, um, yeah. So, with with that band, um, we mm-hmm. play at you know parties and things like that. Um, but uh, yeah, when I was um, when I was about that age, um, I uh, I went to this uh, festival in Yellow Pine, Idaho. Mm-hmm. Uh, which you would not know where that is. I actually couldn't point it out on a map. Um, it's <laughs> it's like fifty miles down a dirt road in the middle of the forest. Idaho, nice. Yeah, exactly. Um, but it was it's really cool. It's this little town, and every year they have um, the Yellow Pine Harmonica Festival. And oh. I think I was that was when I was fourteen, um, and I uh, and I competed in the competition and. Uh, I came in, uh, I, I got a second place in one of wow. the categories, uh, which is pretty cool for a 14 year old. Um, yeah. And there was this guy there, um, another harmonic player, and he played guitar too. And we went up mm-hmm. uh, on their stage there and jammed a whole bunch. And that was, I think that was, um, it was just, I think that really kind of lit my fire. Actually, mm-hmm. the funny thing is, uh, Speaking of light my fire, we we played some Doors songs. So all right, <laughs> yeah, that that that's cool. That's what I love about you know listening to uh, the stories that musicians have. It's always like, oh well, you know, we did it for fun. We did it with friends. We hung out. We jammed, and then that experience sort of builds. And I think that you know, even as kids, when you as a middle schooler, when you know you see kids doing this, it's like, okay, don't don't put that away as a childish thing, and then go get a job. I mean if this grows into something, you know, keep doing it. You never know where it's going to, where it's going to take you. Well, certainly, you know, no one, when I was a kid, no one would have predicted that I would grow up being a professional tango harmonica player. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But you know, one thing leads to another. 
Right. So, you know, a lot of musicians, I mean, you do this full time, which is awesome. But, you know, a lot of musicians, they have a, a day job. Did you ever have a day job before you got into this full time gig? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, Joe, I did. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, actually. Well, so after college, um, mm -hmm. I I went straight to Argentina, actually, and I stayed there. I was down there for about a year and a half and I just focused on dancing. That was really my passion at the time. Mm -hmm. um, course i was still playing harmonica but i just you know graduated from music school and i wanted to like you know compose tango music and dance i didn't really put the the two and two together though of playing harmonica on the tango um until i was down in argentina mm -hmm. and some friends told me about ugo diaz who i'm sure a lot of your yeah listeners will will know uh, mm -hmm. the, the amazing music of ugo diaz um so anyway that's uh that's where I kind of got in, you know, connected the tango and the harmonica. Mm -hmm. um, but then, yeah, when I came back to the States after living in Argentina for a while, actually quite a bit longer than I had expected, uh, I had no money at all. <laughs> so <laughs> I, uh, and it was also, I think that was around 2002 mm -hmm. and the economy was not so good in the States yeah. um, and the job market was pretty tough. So I, I, I got, a job with a temp agency and I was working in a call center, which was uh. Uh, not that much fun. Um, but I was good at it because, mm -hmm. you know, got the, vo the voice for it, you know, Joe. <laughs> um, so tell me, uh, do you strongly agree, strongly <laughs> disagree, somewhat agree or agree? Um, yeah, I did like a bunch of surveys because I, I did some of that to support um, myself in college. Um, yeah. Anyway, after that, um, I I ended up getting a job at uh, the Social Security Administration, mm -hmm. uh, working as as wow. a customer support there. I you know I speak hablo español, hablo mm -hmm. castellano encima mm -hmm. como los argentinos. I speak Spanish <laughs> nice. like the Argentines. Um, so you can tell people to press two. <laughs> por favor, apriete número dos. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, I, I was doing like customer support for about three years um, while I amassed my fortune, <laughs> while I saved up money. Um, mm -hmm. I, was, I was also doing my side gig as a harmonica performer and teaching. I started mm -hmm. a harmonica studio and I actually had a little space that I rented and was teaching out of that. And, you know, basically I got to this point where I was able to cut down to part time. Mm -hmm. um, and continued developing my my harmonica activities mm -hmm. and eventually um I, I started getting offers for concerts um overseas nice. and what i i tried for a long time i was kind of doing a balancing act like vacation mm -hmm. time and weekends but then like i got this offer for like two offers actually one for a, a month-long tour in japan and mm -hmm. another for a like a month-long tour in europe and i was um I went to my, my boss at work. I'm like, you know, can I get some time off even, you know, unpaid? Mm -hmm. And they're like, uh, sorry, we can't do that. And so that was like, you know, I had to make wow. a choice. Mm -hmm. And well, the rest, the rest is history. Is history. I, I, I chose harmonica. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So when you took that plunge into doing this full time, was that scary for you? <laughs> it's, it's terrifying. Yeah. But, um, you know, Thankfully, I had some very supportive people. I still have very supportive people in my life. Um, mm -hmm. But, you know, uh, I told 
one of my friends at the time later she became actually my manager um mm -hmm. you know i told her you know even if i have to sleep under a bridge i'm gonna i'm gonna do this i'm gonna make it happen but mm -hmm. i haven't had to sleep under a bridge yet no knock on wood <laughs> ow <laughs> yeah yeah so yeah, yeah it was yeah. it was it was scary joe it was it was a leap of faith but um you know sometimes you just gotta go for it i mean you know how many mm -hmm. times do we live well i some people might disagree but you know <laughs> i i happen to believe that we only live once and right. uh you just gotta you just gotta freaking go for it you know no mm -hmm. regrets just gotta do yeah. it yeah <laughs> Yeah, it's just kind of fun that, you know, I, I imagine this is much more uh, fun than working at a call center. But, you know, our a lot of the day jobs that we have had in the past, I mean, I think every experience that we have in Tango, whether it's related to Tango or music or not, uh, kind of helps build something or it adds something or it or produce, or has some sort of valuable uh, uh you know, provide some sort of valuable resource for us to draw upon. So those days working at the call center, did any of those experiences, like, did you ever, did that ever have, um, I guess, did that ever help you in some way as a performer, even though it might've been completely uh, different from, from doing what you do now? Oh, well, yeah. I mean, just, uh, you know, uh, suffering in a job that you don't enjoy, you know, the more suffering you can have, the better of a tango musician you will be, you know. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> but of course, um, of course, it, it's it, showing up on time and, and doing your job and, and yeah. going, you know, following the rules and things like that. All of that can help you in life, right? <laughs> uh, so um, but all of that was helpful. But specifically, I mean, in my current line of work, being a tango musician, I... I I speak a lot of Spanish, so it was helpful to to uh, to be able to do that on a daily basis. I guess that yeah. was one bonus. Um, you would think that I I would know like everything about Social Security, having you know, after having to ha you know, I memorized all of that stuff. But uh, <laughs> but basically, the day after I walked out of there, I. I I forgot everything so, <laughs> so uh, you know and who knows if social security will even still be around <laughs> right we, exactly when we get old enough to, <laughs> yeah, yeah who knows, knows what's gonna happen but uh, right. but yeah as far as um you know the direct correlation between you know sitting in a cubicle um and answering phone calls about social security questions and you know standing on stage and um you know uh doing you know backflips and you know crotch grabs and things like that um uh and playing harmonica while doing it um yeah i mean uh there's there's not a there's not, it's not a, it's not a huge overlap there <laughs> right <laughs> yeah. yeah kind of a different line of work yeah mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so yeah yeah my, i remember what before i did got into tango i was i worked in advertising i helped produce um TV ads and it was a job I eventually of course I hated that job after a while but man it really taught me to be organized and I think sure, a lot sure. of the skills organizing budgeting um, you know how to have phone manners all that kind of stuff actually really ended up helping me and uh, yeah uh, look at you now you've got stuff. the you've got the best phone manners of all Joe <laughs> yeah. you're you're an exemplar with the phone manners about the phone yeah yeah I, I didn't realize well, I, I, you I, yeah 
I didn't realize you, uh, you were a uh, advertiser. Did you come up with like some good jingles or some slogans? I was the person, I didn't get to do any of the fun stuff. So as, as a producer, like, and also as a production coordinator, it's like, I have to like, I come up with the budget and I come up with, you know, the scheduling and I have to make sure everybody sticks to it. And then I have to, whenever our account people, they make all these insane promises and it becomes my problem. And I have to, to piss off our creative people into keeping on task and making these changes. So everyone's mad at me all the time. Uh, we'll see. And now <laughs> so I show up, I show up to like people's time. offices and it's like, if, if, yeah, so it's like, if you're not <laughs> mad at me, if you're, if I, if you're not angry to see me, I'm not doing my job basically. So, <laughs> well, um, Joe, no, yeah. <laughs> well, j just, you know, having worked with you several times and, and come out there, I can say, you are one of the most organized people. I always oh, appreciate you. that. You, you're very <laughs> thoughtful and you're always on top of stuff. So if, if we have the advertising job to thank for that, I kind of doubt it. I think I think that's yep. just how you are. But <laughs> but hey, that, that counts as a bonus in, in my opinion. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's in many ways it did. It's like, okay, here's our deadline. We do not miss deadlines. And um, yeah, this is it. This is, you know, you got to you got to plan, advertise, all that kind of stuff. So yeah, it's uh, it it did help me. I gotta say, but it's not a job I'd ever want to go back to. But hey, you know. hey, Joe, I know this yeah. is kind of a side, but I'm really curious. Sure. How, mm -hmm. how did you get into illustrating and, and making comics and things like that? Oh, okay. Well, I always liked drawing as a kid, so uh, that's that's always just kind of been in you know in in my head. But recently during the lockdown. You know, I couldn't dance tango. I couldn't teach it, so I decided to draw it. You know, I I could draw what I like to do, and then um, I sort of took a kind of a cartoonish approach to that because that's what I liked doing. But then uh, it just started evolving. I got back more you know into doing figure drawings. I, I only serious art class I ever took was in high school, and I had a really good teacher. And um, yeah, all of a sudden, all the stuff that he taught us was started to making sense. And then again, I'm up late at night. You know, I've been watching my kid the whole day have a couple hours a night before going to bed and uh yeah i'd start drawing tango and uh yeah and then it's and it kind of helped me understand tango a little bit like the connection because you gotta draw that connection and make it look convincing like oh okay oh yeah and then i think about that a little bit more so you know everything kind of you know because i just don't want to sit there and watch television so i'm like okay well i'm gonna just draw and get into that well, and that's it, become a huge hobby of mine now so i really really love doing it it is interesting how, you know, all of us come to the tango with all these different backgrounds. And it is interesting yeah. to see how how that affects, you know, uh, our interpretation of the art or the way that we, you know, practice, practice the art of tango in whatever, you know, facet mm -hmm. we do it, yeah. uh, you know, whether it's drawing or dancing or doing a podcast or right. playing yeah. the harmonica. <laughs> yeah it's very interesting joe yeah well, yes i'm no so, connoisseur but but uh mm -hmm. i've seen i've seen your work you you're a talented guy joe oh well, thank you joe appreciate yeah. it appreciate it from one yeah. joe to another joe from joe <laughs> i actually sold a piece a couple pieces uh last year and um yeah mandragora oh. uh not mandragora uh freaking my good friend mateo who used to be the guitarist for mandragora out in minneapolis uh, sure said, hey can you I played can you with design? those guys yeah, yeah, you know. So he's like, "Can you design the uh, the cover for one of our albums?" And I was totally floored. I'm like, "Yeah, 
yeah, I'm there. That's so, sweet. That's awesome. Yeah, it, it's an Gosh, awesome album. Shout out and, to Bob uh, Barnes if he's listening. Jeez. Yeah, Bob and Scott. Yeah, and Scott yeah. and Mateo Davies. So yeah. they, yeah. So I was uh, talking to Scott, and he really liked my work. I'm like, dude, thank you so much for for that opportunity. So, who knows? It could be another another avenue. So we're uh, we'll see where that goes. That's uh, awesome. Hmm. Maybe uh, for my next album. Hey, I do portraits. So. <laughs> so Joe, uh, I know. You know, it's January as we're recording this. It's after the holidays. I know, um, you know, when we get when you do something like harmonica or, or tango, uh, well, that's our life. It's 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 a lot of work, but it's a lot of fun as well. And it's kind of something I want to keep doing. I don't know about you. It's like I, I like working. You know, whenever I'm on vacation, I don't know if you feel this way. One of my favorite things to do is to go to a cafe and just work. I'm in a cafe in a different city. <laughs> It's like, yeah. Uh, hey, Joe, okay, fist, fist you know, bump. Fist yeah. Bump. <laughs> Air Virtual fist, fist bump. bump. Yeah. yeah. No, uh, you know, I mean, yeah. I and, and you know, I'm the same way. I because yeah. I, I, I think it's just because we're passionate about what we do. Yeah. I mean, my, you know, my girlfriend kind of thinks I'm crazy for working all the time. She's probably yeah. right, you know, yeah. but <laughs> especially on the crazy part. Um, mm -hmm. But, you know, when you're really passionate about what you do, um, mm -hmm. You know, you just want to do it all the time. It's what it it's what uh, floats your boat. It, it's what yeah. gets you excited and, and energized. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's so funny. I mean, my wife and I, when we were, she loves what she does too. So when, when we were on our honeymoon in New York City, uh, this was back in yeah, this is before COVID. But then we said, oh, we brought our work with us on our honeymoon, and we would go to a cafe and just hang out. It was great, and we we did a little bit of work. Of course, we had fun too. But you know, we we got into work. But of course, on the holidays when you got to visit family. Uh, you know, and it is like you said, it is good to put it down for a little bit because even if you love what you do, you will burn out if you keep doing it. So you got to take some time off. But the problem is, come New Year's, you got to get back into your routine. Sometimes it's really, really hard to regain momentum. I mean, I have that issue. I don't know if you do as well, but if you do, Joe, you know, after you've had Christmas and New Year's and hanging out with family, kind of forcing yourself to take time off, and it's kind of fun to do it as well. Um, how do you regain momentum? You know, or what do you what do you do? First of all, Joe, you know, I I try and I try and find time every day to to you know I try and make some space every day so that I don't get burnt out. You know, because you're right, mm. if you're just constantly you know you know nose to the grindstone, you know, you're gonna wear your nose off. Um, me personally. Um, I, I have a, I've got, I do my yoga. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I, I do my deep breathing exercise. It's great for harmonica playing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, and I exercise and I take walks. Um, mm -hmm. And yeah, those are, those are probably the, the, the things that I do to, to chill the most. Mm -hmm. uh, things like listening to podcasts. Um, yeah. You know, there's this great one. Uh, it's called Joe's Tango Podcast. <laughs> uh, that's that's one of the that's one of the best ones. Um, and yeah, that's those are those are some of my activities. I also enjoy working. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so of course you're also practicing regularly. Do you have favorite songs that you like to to practice or to play just for fun? Sure. Yeah, well, um, I'm always working on uh, my improvisation chops. So, mm. 
Um, spent a lot of time uh, playing through um, old bebop tunes, you know, things like uh, by Charlie Parker, you know, mm -hmm. uh, Donna Lee and, and, uh, you know, stuff, stuff like that. I also, I also like, um, you know, playing anything with a Latin flavor, you know, mm -hmm. nice. uh, <laughs> I've, I've, I'm a sucker for, for Latin, Latin music. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I, I, I do that. And then of course I, I, when it's time to get serious, I start doing some tango. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, so when you're choosing new tango songs to add to your repertoire, have you ever just kind of fooled around with a certain song and then after a while you kind of felt, hey, I actually really do like this song a lot more than I thought I would? Yeah, um, sure. That happens all the time. I mean, oftentimes what will happen, Joe, is um, when I'm at a milonga and maybe I'm dancing, um, and I hear a song and I'm like, man, what is that song? And I'll run over to the DJ and I'll be like, hey, what is that? What is that one? And he's like, that's blah, blah, blah. And I'll write it down. Uh -huh. And then, you know, later um, when I'm putting together a set, uh, like for a performance, I'll kind of go through that list and, and go back and pick out some of those tangos to learn. Mm -hmm. um, that's, I think that's one of the ways that, that you know, I, I choose my repertoire the most just by, mm -hmm. by hearing them at, at the Milongas. But also, nice. you know, one of the things that one of the worst things about COVID um, <laughs> has just been not being able to work with all these amazing musicians who I get to play with. Um, mm -hmm. th those beautiful people, very talented artists, um, are always turning me on to new music. You know, mm -hmm. they're you know they're always like hey i've heard this one hey i've got this chart for this one let's try this and that's that's been huge too for for picking out new new pieces mm -hmm. just you know just working with different people um and of course um i'm always writing original music too yeah so yeah yeah that's just kind of a segue into what i wanted to ask you about next uh, i'd be do you have any new compositions on the horizon yeah i've got i've got some cool ones that i'm working on um, a lot of my focus, like I said, recently has been on this harmonica course. So I've been mm -hmm. uh, composing a lot for that, actually, um, mm -hmm. pieces for the students. They're mostly yeah. didactic, so they're, uh, you know, to work on specific, um, you know, aspects that, that, that I'm trying to teach them mm -hmm. uh, to help them get better at those. Um, but yeah, as far as um, stuff that you might hear in one of my performances, um, mm -hmm. yeah, I've been I've been working on some stuff uh, for that too, and um, mm -hmm. yeah, that's that's been um, that's been really fun. Uh, yeah, it's it, that's I I know we've talked about this before, but yeah, yeah. that that has been one of the the good things about the pandemic mm -hmm. is just having all this concentrated, focused alone time. Yeah, <laughs> with me, yeah. my instrument. Mm -hmm. So and I've been learning, you know, learning new software and things like yes. that, learning, mm -hmm. learning new workflows. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So that's yeah. that's all been very stimulating. Yeah. yeah. Now, really quick, has your how has your I guess way back your previous experience as a call center person, customer service person, has that helped your teaching at all? Uh, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. But, you know, mm -hmm. going like actually going back to Argentina, you know, mm. um, I, I taught English for about a year 
uh, in Argentina. Right. Yeah. Uh, And I that actually I'm sure that that helped my my teaching um, Mm -hmm. because that was before I even started offering private lessons. So that was um, I think I started teaching private lessons on harmonica in like 2003. Mm. And um, I I was teaching English in Argentina in like, you know, 2001, something like that. Um, And that, you know, when you've got you've got an hour, right? And you've got these people and you have to have a lesson plan and you've got to keep the students engaged. And and, you know, you've got to you've you've just got to figure out ways to help them learn, create it. That's one of the Mm. things that I love about teaching, Joe, and and maybe you Mm. feel the same way. But, you know, you learn so much teaching, right? Because you're always trying to think of uh, different ways to convey the information to the students so that they'll absorb it, you know, easier. And every student, you know, needs to hear it a different way, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so that that's that's one of the things that I, I kind of started to hone actually teaching teaching English before before the call center. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm sure that, I, I, you know, I it's, it's actually kind of it's hard to, mm-hmm. to figure out exactly how the call center work has uh, has <laughs> <Yeah>. helped me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm sure it has, but uh, maybe right. you know, uh, dealing with customers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, you know, um, you know, mm-hmm. trying to uh, you know help people with their questions uh, efficiently. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think actually because what I do now is more focused on. Uh, teaching and performing, mm-hmm. you know, probably that the English teaching gig I had actually helped me more. Okay, okay. Than the call center one. So okay, okay, good, <laughs> good. Yeah. So when you're teaching harmonica, it's awesome. Like you said, and you're totally right. It's like when you're whatever it is you're teaching, you gain a better understanding of it. But have you ever uh, been in the middle of a lesson and then just sort of come across some new insight on technique or performance that? maybe you never thought of before well joe i know everything i mean (laughs) (laughs) yeah no uh joe uh, all the time i mean Mm -hmm. you know uh a lot of my students um probably most of my students are quite a bit smarter than i am so um uh, i'm always learning new things Mm -hmm. um of course i pretend like i already knew it so (laughs) (laughs) no no um no it is that's one of the great things about um about teaching mm-hmm. um, and just being well being around other people in general but yeah especially yeah. teaching um, you are you're with these people who are who are really want to learn this subject mm-hmm. um, and you know you you're an expert in the subject but there are there's always more to learn I mean mm-hmm. there, I always feel like I'm a beginner <laughs> you know yeah always <laughs> you know mm-hmm. because there's just always there's just always more to learn and all the time, my students tell me things, um, you know, that, that make me think about something differently mm-hmm. or um, or they, they mention something that I hadn't heard about, um, a new tool or a new, you know, um, a new player or a, a video or, mm-hmm. you know, all, all kinds of things that um, could could be totally new to me. So yeah. it's it's a big harmonica world out there and it's a big yeah. tango world, too. Right. There's, Absolutely. There's always. There, there's always there's always new things happening mm-hmm. and the the, it's, the the whole book hasn't been written yet right yeah. absolutely yeah when you, when you mentioned that you know new things that they mentioned and they get you thinking of things in a different way 
I've had so many beginner students when they do steps, I show them something and then they make them what they think is a mistake, but it's actually something that could lead into something really interesting. Like for instance, I, I remember, you know, when you lead the cross, if you're leading, you're going to go outside partner on, you know, on your left. And then I had one student who kind of read it backwards and he kept going outside partner on the other side. And sure. he was getting it to work, but it was, I mean, it works, but it's, it's, you know, it's something that, you know, it's like, oh, and he felt so bad. He's like, oh, I've been doing it wrong the whole time. It's like, no, 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 that you can actually do that. Like later on, keep that That's in mind. That's how mutations happen, Joe. Right, exactly. And then, um, and I started integrating that quote unquote mistake into other creative things. And so it, it's fun. And you know, also, you know, if you're, if you're learning, you don't necessarily feel that you have to become a teacher in order to, uh, to gain these insights. I mean, just helping other people in the class. I mean, sure. If you, yeah, I mean, I've, I've learned so much just by asking other students like, Hey, I didn't, I wasn't paying attention. Can you show me how that worked? Or, um, or even when I see my students kind of explaining to other students, how things work in their own way, then, you know, you learn from your peers as well, or just, just helping other people really helps you understand as well. So you don't necessarily have to take the dive to become a professional teacher. Uh, if you just, you know, reach out, help, help somebody out. Um, don't be a jerk about it, but you know, and, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. You know, Joe, um, every time whenever i have a student who's mm -hmm. really challenged with with something whatever it is you know those are really great moments because i feel like i have to like this person doesn't understand this right mm -hmm. um i have to think of a way to like break it down in into in you know to the smallest possible part so yeah. that you know they can they can use that as as a step as a building block you know, mm -hmm. that I think that really um, helps, you know, when you're learning as a teacher, too. Yeah. I mean, those those moments are are priceless moments, Joe. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And then it, it really challenges your understanding of the material. And it's like, absolutely. Oh, yeah, I got to know your stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it's you know, it's important. It's really important to always have humility. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Even when even when you're the best. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I, it's just funny. This also reminds me, Joe, one of your contacts whom I interviewed. Um, oh, I, I'm getting old. I forgot the name. His name. He's a pianist. Um, Mark. And, yes, Mark. And he, Mark. He had, this, he had this wonderful, wonderful. Mark woman. Wyman. That's yes. Mark Wyman. Harmonk dot net. I think. Yeah, but he was awesome. He had this really interesting anecdote about about teaching when he said to a student, he says, oh, I, you know, he would point out maybe in a mistake that a student was making, and then he would think to himself, wait, do I do that as well? And I totally relate to that as a teacher when I see this mistake. It's like, oh, okay, you want to do your Ocho this way? And I'm like, wait a minute, do I do I not do that? <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, no, that there's that level do what too. I do. Do what I'm telling you to do. That's right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, sure. There's there's always moments like that, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. It's you know, also in also in the tango as well as the harmonica mm -hmm. teaching, um, you know, things aren't super codified. I mean, they're not. Mm -hmm. You know. Yeah everyone's got a kind of a different idea of how yeah. things even, even though there's probably a lot of things we can all agree on 
Yeah. You know, there's a lot of things. There's a lot of room for disagreement, actually. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and that and that's true for for harmonica teaching as well. You know, so mm -hmm. there's all there's always room for for other interpretations and other opinions and and things like that as well. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's definitely true, and uh, it's really interesting at, at workshops. I don't know if you've seen this before. Like you, you'll meet certain students who will who are just so dialed in on wanting one universal right way to do everything. I understand right. where that comes from. I sure. mean, it would be easy, but sure. but there but there's always this. You got to play with so many gray areas, and that can be like uncomfortable for for certain people. It's certainly uncomfortable for me. And then I, I had teachers saying, "Well, you know, it, depending on the circumstance, you might have to do it this way or that way." That's right. That's but, right. But that's that's nice. Yeah, it's. Uh, it would be nice if if you mm -hmm. could just be like, "Yeah, this is the one way." But yeah, yeah, the fact is, is that there's just there's multiple ways to achieve the outcome you know that you yeah. want some not you know most of the time actually probably there's multiple ways to do it right yeah yeah and i think i wonder how how you know not just in you know we, of course in the creative field it's a little bit easier to to wrap your head around that but i wonder how much of just other areas of life are actually like that you know so probably quite a few of them yeah outside yeah. of mm -hmm. physics yeah <laughs> and math yeah and chemistry and math yeah yeah um uh, yeah, probably there's probably a lot of room for, yeah, for different interpretations. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's just, you know, it's tango. It's just not really, you know, it's not just, oh, you know, you can interpret the music any way you want. You really have to make sure your brain becomes more flexible, too. So I'm sure it's like that with uh, with with music, too. Yes, yes. And that's that's the and that's exactly why I love the, doing this art, because you're always you should always be growing right in your art and as a person, you know, mm -hmm. um, and there's always like I said before, and, you know, there's always more to learn and always you, there's always more, you know, mm -hmm. so. <laughs> yeah. So how are Malangas out where you are? Are they all on hold or are this, some of them happening at least? Yeah, so um, they 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 came back for a little bit, but then you know, the dreaded Omicron variant came and mm -hmm. shut everything down again. So um, yeah, it's right now. I think things are pretty much closed up. Um, mm -hmm. I was actually planning um, a tour in Cal for California um, ah. in uh, February, but I moved it out to March. So I'm going to be down okay. in California in March. If you're yes. listening to this before March 2022, mm. <laughs> uh, I will be down there. Um, so, and I've got a, a, a really uh, exciting show planned for, um, darn it, what is it? It's the 8th, the 8th of February. Okay. If it doesn't get shut down by COVID, I'm going to be playing uh, in San Francisco at La Pista. Okay. Uh, with uh, Seth Asarno on piano, awesome, awesome, awesome pianist, and Chris Johnson on bass, who's oh, okay. awesome bass player. So it's it's going to be a power trio. <laughs> yeah, cool, cool. So yeah, you won't want to miss it. That's right. Yeah, and hopefully, uh, yeah, once once this kind of 
you know, dies down, this whole COVID thing dies down, you, you're out, able to tour more. We'd love to have you out here as well. People keep asking oh, about yeah. you every once in a while. I'm coming back. Uh, are you still yeah. uh, at the brink? Um... We're still at the brink uh, every Tuesday. We're still there now. And then um, Cafe Coda is on hold until March. Uh, but once we're back there again, I mean, the Malanga matinees have been really nice. We've been, you know, people from all over the state have been coming. They're just, they're just hungry to dance just to for that connection so yeah some human yeah. touch i know some Absolutely. human connection yeah mm -hmm. miss yeah. that i miss my yeah. my dose of hugs <laughs> yeah yeah so i understand we want to be safe but you know we can't we got it we got to go back to this <laughs> you know? yeah yeah, yeah. i know so, joe yeah. i hear you great all right joe where can we find out more about you online well joe you can go to joepowers.com uh, that's that's the best place to find me. Um, I'm also on Facebook at Joe Powers Music uh, and Twitter as well, Joe okay. Powers Music. Uh, I, I am on Instagram as well as Joe Powers Music, but I only post there once every two years, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I know I should I should be on there more, but it's just too much, Joe. It's just too much yeah. to keep track of. And yeah. now the TikTok, I, I, I can't, I don't know if oh, I can do it. About that. Do, are that you on? I'm not on TikTok. I I barely have time for Facebook, any of this stuff. It's we don't have staffs. It's just us, you know. <laughs> That's the thing. See? That's yeah. the thing. People don't don't necessarily realize it, but mm -hmm. you know, there's no there's no um team uh, you know, it's just we're we're one man shows, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, you have your practicing, your compositions, your classes and on top yeah, of that. Yeah. Yeah, you, want, you have to presence. like de decide. Do you want to like be a you know Twitter star, or do you want to learn this uh -huh. this piece and play it well in public, right. and not look like an idiot? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Totally. So cool. All right, Joe, awesome to see you as always. Thanks so much for taking the time. I know it's uh, it's morning where you are. Thank you for accommodating um, my schedule. Appreciate it, it. It's always a pleasure, Joe. Really L love talking to you. Um, yeah. hope, uh, hope your, your family and your, and your cute dog are doing well. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I mentioned this. I, um, we, we went down to Florida for Christmas to visit my parents and we drove, we took a long, long road trip with yeah, me my wife, the kid and the dog. And yeah, they did everybody well, did great in the car, except on the way back taxi kicked the car into neutral on the highway in Georgia. With, uh, but other than that, it was fine, and our windshield oh. got cracked. But that was oh, that was good. the windshield thing you were telling me about. Okay, uh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but we got that fixed, and um, we got home safe, one piece. <laughs> man, good. I don't think I want to take that trip again. Man, that was too long. Yeah, that's a bit yeah. of a drive. Jeez. Yeah. Eh. Mm -hmm. But it was nice. It was warm. Florida was was uh, was nice. Um, oh yeah, no, that sounds times. great, Joe. Yeah. yeah. Sounds really nice about now. Is there snow over there? What is it doing in there Madison? There is snow in Madison. Yeah, there's snow and ice. It's been really, really cold these last few days. Um, but my dog loves it. It's got a double fur coat. And he's like, this is great. Yeah, Florida. He hated Florida. It was too too hot for him. He thought it was summer again. So he'd walk. And in the middle of the walk, he'd just like splute out on the sidewalk and be like, I'm done. I'm not doing he's this. A, he's a true cheesehead. Isn't that what they call yeah. people from Wisconsin? Yep. Yep. <laughs> Definitely. Cool. Yeah. all right joe well yeah 
Hopefully you'll be out and performing again. I'm sure people are, are dying to hear more live music to get out dancing. People are just dancing. dying, Joe. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I miss everybody. And uh, I miss you especially, Joe. I look forward uh, to the day when, when we can see each other in person again. That'll be yeah. wonderful. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. All right, Joe, take care. Uh, thanks again. And we'll keep in touch. See you later, Joe. Take care.